We welcome the great friend of the pod, Nigel Osborne, and all of his special guests. We stormed the Marseille Citadel, you know? Yeah, now mine's a Carlsberg. <laughs> you can't do that. Obviously, I'm probably better looking, but he actually played rugby. And I'm not, I'm really, really nervous. We'll, we'll respect the Italians. We know the big lads have lots of pizza and pasta and stuff, so. Oh, you're bread pope. What the f? Nigel, welcome into the studio. How are you? Always a pleasure. Good to see you. <laughs> you predicted greatness for Ireland last Friday. Always. And you predicted Joe McCarthy starting. Fierce energy, youthful enthusiasm. He was outstanding. What do you Great. think of the Irish performance? Brilliant. Uh, footwork of all the forwards and their ability to move the ball before or after contact is exceptional. I think that's the big difference in the Irish game as it's evolving is our forwards have the capacity to nearly play like centres. Mm. They're all very comfortable on the ball. Their footwork is excellent. So rather than just running at people and trying to win the collision by going over people, mm. they're always looking for those soft shoulders. Uh, and they've options either side of them or out the back. So their attacking game is excellent. They use the long pass and the short pass very well. So defences are glued. Uh, Bundiaki particularly effective early on and he really set the tone. So it was a very complete performance by Ireland. You do so much work in France and uh, you, you talked to me earlier on about some of the calls you had during the week with people in France. What's the reaction like there now? Shocked. shocked. Absolutely shocked. They haven't been beaten like that at home in a very long time. Their body language is very poor. Probably starts with Aldred as captain when Olivon would have been the original captain before DuPont uh, and there seemed to be a, a little bit of tension there. Jolly Bear was very poor, his body language was poor. They brought in um, Walkie this weekend, so he'll improve their line out. Uh, and they've got um, young Ruma on the bench. Okay. He's, he's an exceptional player. Is he any relation to Olivier? He's Olivier's son, yeah. And um, he is one of the most skillful forwards you'll see. Very creative, plays for Toulouse at number eight, was at Bordeaux, was in the Biarritz Academy before that, and uh, actually played in Soustan. Um, north of Beirut, way way before that so I've seen him for a long time he's a brilliant player very slight but a very good line out player a very good link player uh, and he'll get a run this weekend they stuck with the rest of the same team so it'll be interesting to see how they get on with the Scots yeah LTA finished if they don't win one would think you think so well it would yes and you watched Wales against Scotland what was your take on are Scotland possible Grand Slam winners no you don't think so no Fast track bullies. When the going's easy, they look great. And uh, when it goes a little bit difficult and they're tested and, and space is cut down. I've watched how the Scottish team has evolved. Obviously, I, I, I love watching teams attack. That'd be my area that yeah. I would have coached. And I love how they play. They've got the ability to play very fast rugby. But can they knuckle down and do that really tough, hard? bit of work that's needed to win well that's all well and good Greg but you have to go forward first you have yeah. to earn the right to play fast but it's an opportunity for them to prove a lot of people wrong maybe no they don't have the capacities and the key positions to make proper mature decisions I don't think a little bit like what the the much maligned panel are getting from Scottish fans <laughs> they just they don't have it um, <laughs> unfortunately the uh, anybody from Wales stand out the yeah, young group really good yeah uh, anybody from Wales stand out the yeah, young group really good yeah Rio Dyer, Wayne Rice, Costello, the out half. Their How about Williams when he came on? I thought they were, were uh, 
very brave and just played and the second half should have won the game had all the momentum it was very encouraging and Felix has started in his role as defence coach for England I thought we saw signs early on as to the changes he's looking to make well defence is cutting down space and you need to be connected to do that uh, and there was a couple of times when yeah. Joe Myra got caught in outside channels and stuff so the organisation wasn't great England would get there it'll suit their profile big, strong, organised um, yeah, they had a couple of, couple of good debuts Tommy Freeman was really good very good I think now another few games under their belt working on the system and getting as you said like if they're going to operate more of a pressure good off the line smash if people are behind the line at all Ireland will break that apart but I've got a feeling they've got a chance to fix that now over the next couple of weeks I think the ninth of March might be a tough game in Twickenham Ireland will need to be patient but they will break them down Ireland can attack up the guts they can attack wide pass back inside short pass they can attack with kicks uh, Ireland have all the, all the tools in their locker to be able to, to deal with that and the intelligence to be patient and yeah. wait and wait and wait Ireland will be fine in Twickenham I think My biggest takeaway was obviously we had the you know the disappointment of the World Cup New Zealand defended a particular way against Ireland they came up softer they were more narrower and they were very well connected and eventually I think Ireland struggled to attack against that I felt from watching the French defence that they felt that was the way to beat Ireland and they went in with the same defence system and I think Ireland now have evolved to the point where they've learnt their lessons from the World Cup and they're able to actually negate and attack successfully against a softer defence I think that's a sign of a coaching group and a player group that are incredibly well connected that have great clarity and they're very purposeful Ireland were beaten by New Zealand because they were done with the scrum for penalties which gave New Zealand momentum Sam Kane at the game of his life the New Zealand defence was tighter and softer because by doing that then it meant that Ireland weren't able to get the same amount of rook speed because New Zealand were able to put in a second body who was slowing down the Irish ball which meant as you said if you look at the way Ireland played on the weekend they used Aki first three carries and after that he was only used as a decoy he was using the wider channel so you know if you're going to come up narrow and looking to push to the edge and you're in a wider channel you see he's cutting against the grain you can condense the inside defenders really easily and then all you do is pick around the back and have players coming from blind and they're Correct. hitting that hole all day long Correct. that is such smart evolution that's a team that have learned from the disappointment they've looked at themselves they said look we need to get better at this and they've done it and that was the one thing I saw on Saturday and they're, they're a fantastic the, the, team the key thing is quick ball no matter how you attack or how a team defends if you have quick air ball it's easier and yeah. New Zealand at the breakdown of the World Cup unfortunately were pretty good yeah. so I don't want to talk about New Zealand in the World Cup no I appreciate that but what I do want to talk about <laughs> is the punditry at the weekend because again we talked beforehand about the rivalry between RTE and Verdon well, Greg I'm really upset because I gave away my chair to Andrew Trimble and I volunteered to go pitch side now I'm, I'm not all, at all confident I'm going to get their chair back I thought Trimble, Carney and Hogan were outstanding and he's got a big advantage of me obviously I'm probably better looking but he actually played rugby and I'm not I'm really really nervous I have to say because or might no, I, I'm not worried about about or two it's myself and Robbie Carney and they've broken that bond and wow. I, I'm really really nervous I don't want to be pitch side I want to be centre of attention in the studio with all those those female eyes absolutely glued on there 
And George, what do you think of the... Well, I thought it was a wonderful weekend of entertainment. Like, the French were, like, appalling, you know. The American Red Indians showed passion <laughs> and proved useless against the repeating rifle of the American cavalry. But this French team didn't even show passion, you know. And the, the machine gun-like attack of Andy Farrell's well-oiled machine, it tore them apart. We stormed the Marseille Citadel, you know. And the Irish fans are out in the viewport at all hours. You know, I thought it was a wonderful performance. But this French team are in huge trouble. And Popey... Yeah, I had nothing to do with the weekend. You know, I was actually up in St Mary's watching them play. I thought Ireland played very well. I think they're going in the right direction. And I think they'll probably win the Grand Slam, you know. But I had a, I had a relatively quiet weekend, you know. Okay. Yeah, so I'd actually like to be a little bit busier. Okay. <laughs> I think I think the final word we have is with the Ireland head coach, Andy Farrell. You've got to take that win, the performance. Yeah, no, I was delighted with uh, with how we played. You know, I thought we were we were patient. Uh, we stuck to our, our systems, and I know that's what you journalists want to hear, isn't it? Sort of really complicated talk. But this Irish team is is a, a mirror image of me, and uh, I will get you off the ground. I'll go make tackles, and I'll win those tackles. I'll go forward, and I'll find holes, and I know my teammates are with me. And um, I think we're going the right direction. We'll be very humble this week. We'll respect the Italians. We know the big lads have lots of pizza and pasta and stuff, so we will be very respectful and clinical and um, really looking forward to the game and the challenge. You know, it's, it's fantastic. Before we go, we're going to have a quick score prediction. I think the Italians are on the right road. I saw a little bit more battle last weekend. I think they'd put up reasonably robust defence early on. I'd see Ireland winning by 42 points. <laughs> to 15 okay Brent yeah I'd agree with, with George there you know I think that this Irish team they will respect the opposition and that they'll build a score slowly so I actually think they'll break the 50 point mark okay. 52 to, to 19 to okay. the Irish Matty I, I think the really important thing here is that I'm back seeing a stage and I think the result is secondary okay Andy what do you think yeah, no, just uh, four points, you know, just respect the opposition, uh, stick to what we do best uh, and make the crowd proud of, of uh, that green jersey, you know, that's what it's about. Nigel, great to have you in. Real pleasure, Gregory, to come in here and see you do what you do best. Brent, thank you. Yeah, no, mine's a car's book. <laughs> uh, Andy, thank you. You know, it's uh, etc. It's been a right pleasure, hasn't it? You know, it's outstanding, really, and uh, so proud. And Matt, to conclude, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm really grateful to be involved with Virgin, but I really want their chair back. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. See you, Greg.